Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. On today's show, we're joined by award-winning transsexual porn star and producer Venus Lux. She's going to talk about her journey to being one of the top transsexual performers in the industry, talk about her sex life, what it's really like to work in porn. This is going to be a good one. And I'm here with Metis. Thanks for listening. I'm blown away by the number of emails and snaps and tweets from all of you about how you finally tried Joe Lube and loved it. I'm telling you, Lube changes everything and makes every kind of sex better. From Joe's long-lasting premium silicone to their awesome water-based agape line, there is a formula perfect for you. And if you want my number one tip for upping your oral game, adding a couple drops of Joe's gelato-flavored Lube will blow your mind. I'm obsessed with the hazelnut espresso. Don't waste another night without Joe. You can order it right from my store or by clicking on the Joe banner on sexwithemily.com. I'll be looking for your message about how much you love it. Look into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Bedroom eyes, they call them in a bygone day. Hey, Emily. You got a boyfriend? Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. The girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean? Like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. Well, you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex relationships and everything in between. For more information, go to sexwithemily.com. We can subscribe to our podcast because we, we do two a week and they kill. And uh, check out our new killer website, kill, kill, kill. Why am I saying kill? It's so aggressive. Yeah, we update it every day. We got videos. It's a good time. And we are coming at you live from Gibson Showroom in Beverly Hills, which is awesome. And I'm here with Menace. Hello. Hi. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. What have you been doing? Um, I've been moving the last two days. I have. Uh, so Ken, my vice president, is in town mm-hmm. from New Jersey for meetings. But mostly, I just got a new office. Yeah. And we are moving today this week and it's so we were working you never went to my last office the studio it's a studio it was 300 square feet and there were six of us and it was we love each other thank Mm -hmm. god but it was very tight and so now it's it's 900 square feet it's bigger nice and we're it's like an apartment i know it's bigger than my actually where Mm -hmm. i live so i had to make a choice like i always chose the business i got a nicer office and i'm living still living in my house but which is fine because we're fixing that up as well so we're setting up a studio in the office Mm-hmm. which you're going to come help. And it's exciting. But also, so I live in this, my guest cottage where we had our drunk party, which uh-huh. was fun. But there's just little things in there that don't quite work for me. All like, right. It, there's no closet space. There's, you know, it's small. So Ken, mm-hmm. not only is he a great vice president in marketing in my company, but he, he used to be an architect. So all week long, we've been like, Ikea. But I went for four hours on Saturday, and I, I like had blood, low blood sugar drop. Uh-huh. And I had to like hide out and like hide underneath the um, where all those, you know, when you first walk in, there's all the boxes and stuff. I kind of mm-hmm. had to hide from him just for a second and take mm-hmm. a few deep breaths. And I was so hungry, I had to steal some Swedish, Swedish fish uh-huh. from the <laughs> bins, you know? Yeah. And I was like eating sweet, because like, there was too long of a line. And I, they sell hot dogs for like a dollar. Yeah, that line was too long, and I was starving. But it was really fun. So I've actually been doing things that are transformative because I've been living into our office it's too crowded. Yeah. So now I feel like I'm letting go of a lot of stuff and moving on and growing, and it feels great. Love it. It's like going to feng shui my life. Okay, so that's what I'm doing, and I want to talk to you about the drunk show. Yes. I love doing that. I'm sure There's you did. There's no prep. We did a few shots, uh-huh. and people love it. They're and I loving, loved it. I'm sure they and did. And you know I never listened to the show. Uh-huh. And um, not because I hate it, just because I just, I don't know, it's weird. I don't have a ton of time. But I was like, this is funny. And I, I just, we were very open, raw. Uh-huh. I think we could do that more often. Uh, yeah, I, I think we can. We should just schedule it out. Because it only happened because I said, okay, well, I'll just make a date. And we'll do it. It's all about planning. See? How come it's so hard? Because every time we're like, oh, we should do that, we should do that. And then... It never happens. And I've learned over the years trying to get more organized is like, all right, set a date, stick to it. That's it. So let's set it like tomorrow date. What are you doing tomorrow? Uh, I I can't do that schedule. I'm going to have to look to see 
when uh, we're available to do okay. it. Okay. Well, how are you? But doing? it was super fun. It was fun. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I was in Las Vegas. I saw Rihanna, who just oozes sex. <sighs> I know. She I was feel, amazing. I feel like I should really go see her. Yeah. She's playing, like, for... Yeah, like she a- is in Los Angeles, and then she's going to San Francisco. Um, she's doing a world tour. So um, I suggest, if you love pop music rihanna has a bunch of hits her show is amazing she just does hit after hit did it make you feel like sexy did it make me feel sexy uh it didn't make me feel sexy but it was definitely a very sexy show i feel like i would dance yeah yeah. sexy she's definitely sexy because you know who keeps on trying to hang out with her is leonardo dicaprio oh like they keep on being spotted she's like sorry i'm out no no i'm sure she's hanging out with them but she's she's like i think that uh she's your type of lady it doesn't seem like she's Inhibiting? Like getting locked down anytime soon. Oh, so you're she's like just me. out there having fun, right? I am not getting locked yeah. down anytime any soon. Oh. But when I do, I'll let you know. Okay, so then, so another thing happened to me while I was in Vegas, and I know it's not a sexy thing, but <laughs> people hit me up all the time because you know uh, it's not a new thing to post food on the internet. But <laughs> no, you were the first one. But every so, I'm always in Las Vegas. I'm actually going to be in Vegas probably every other week for the next couple months. Right, just doing things, right? right? So every time I'm in Vegas, or I'm going to Vegas, everyone asks me, Menace, where should I go eat? I need food suggestions, all this stuff, right? Right. Tell about, well, okay. I said, okay. So I figured out a way to make an Instagram account that's not going to take up a bunch of my time for food in Vegas. So I made an Instagram account that people can follow and just look at if okay. they, they're interested, if they're going to Vegas and they like want to see Like cheeseburgers and, and, and buffets, right? What do you No, I buffets mean, very, are, there are no. really nice restaurants Oh my God, now. there's like no, crazy five-star restaurants. Right. Like, Back in the day, there wasn't, right? Like, there's like, no, right. no, no, no. This is I know. like new So you eat well top there. Of the line. Yeah. I or just I just think find like that. I think it's like all of your Instagram photos are like hot dogs and pizza and tacos. Well, so then you're not looking at my Instagram. <laughs> True. Churros. Churros Instagram. So now you have three Instagram accounts. Your dog, happy birthday, my, Churro. Yeah, my what's baby. The, what's the Las Vegas So this account? one is called uh, Vegas Foodie Guy. <laughs> and so you just, couldn't have done another Menace or Churro. You need a third account. A third account. Yeah, this one's just dedicated to food Vegas, Vegas. Foodie Guy. That's kind. This is so sort of follow a benevolent. it, please. I will follow it right now. If yeah. I was, if I got distracted though, then, then the whole show would go down the drain. It's Vegas Foodie Guy. God, you got some time on, on your Instagram. Hands. I don't have time, but I figured out a way to do it where it doesn't take up my time. Okay, that, it's all about. That's what life is about: being efficient. Yeah, I'm trying to be more efficient. How's like, that going? I, it's been. I've been working on it for a couple of years, and it's it's coming together. I was never a fan of the iWatch. But the iWatch has helped me so much on keeping How? track on everything because I can just immediately look at my wrist and say, oh, this is what I have going on today. This oh, is what I have to do. Oh, because your calendar. In my calendar. Will you show me that? Because I think I want one, too. I think it you should do it. But everyone, everyone's like, no, the Apple Watch, don't get the Apple It's been very no. negative. Uh, dude, I was totally on board with the negative. I'm like, Apple Watch is such a waste of time and piece of shit you right. should not buy it right but then i was given one as a gift right and then it has kept my calendar Will that person give me one as a gift um i don't know i okay. can check but but it's it's helped me it's kept me so organized because like well you do, could look at your go, phone and look at your yeah, calendar you, all day long how, yeah but how often do you go through all day long i look at my calendar on my phone you do well, kind of. I mean, yeah. Kind of. But you could probably miss something. You probably get distracted oh, doing yeah. something. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> here, you just look at your wrist and boom, it's right there. I That's don't know. Cool. No, it's definitely like helped it. me. Maybe it's not for everybody. Well, you seem but like, yeah, really, it's you know, on top of the world. Um been helping me out a lot. That's good. Well, it's good to see your face. So yeah, that's all the non-sexy news that I've been having that's for really, you. I just love seeing you. And Thank I'm, you. Really I love news. S- you seem really happy. I love seeing you too. But what is going on with your life? I know you've been single. I have people on Instagram wanting to date you. What's really? going on? Like who? Okay. Well, this is what you need to forward me who they are. Okay. Profiles. Are they real people? Like They're real people. I they're swear. like direct messaging you. I want to. Are they like? They're Ooh. like commenting on Instagram. Like, hook oh, me up with like, Emily. Oh, let's and, have sex with Emily. But yeah. are they like? Is it my? Is it my? Potential? Oh, you want? Okay, so. Let's let's just lay it out, all right? If you are a gentleman that's like hitting up our Instagram accounts, just tell them what you want, Emily. Just lay it out. You want a guy, you're gonna want to have discussions, right? You like guys that are writers and they're gonna I'm pay attention like to you. I typically like writers, yeah, and I'm gonna pay attention to them, and we're gonna communicate. And mm-hmm. you're you're emotionally evolved, like you know what your issues are. You don't have to mm-hmm. solve them because we never really solve our issues in life. You just learn how to deal with them. Uh-huh. But you know who you are. You, yeah. You're an adult. You are passionate about things. Hopefully, you don't hate. 
your family or your mother or anything. Mm-hmm. Guys who hate their mothers. Like, I mean, I understand some moms suck, but just that's just tough. And, you know, you're you're, you're happy in your life. I mean, without, you know, yeah, you're a happy person. You're, um, it'd be nice. And I say, like, you have something in your life that you're passionate about. And hopefully, you know, you like mm-hmm. your work. Yeah. You like your life. You good friends. You're, you're established. And I don't, that doesn't mean, like, money necessarily. But it'd be nice if you, like, have a, you know, you have a job. Yeah. And, um. You're fun and open and like sex. And you happen to live in Los Angeles in Los a five-mile radius. One mile radius. <laughs> One let's mile. be honest, I don't drive that far. My office yeah. now, I can walk to my new office. Oh, that's which great. Which we're to talk a lot more about. But so a killer. So, so that's, that's what, what you're I looking want. for. Yeah, and, and I actually, then, to be honest, I've been taking a hiatus. It's interesting. It's like the longest I've uh, Hiatus. A hiatus from dating. Uh, and I think it's good, though, because it's... super it's, healthy. I've never gone this, uh, like... I think Three it's months, good to take months. the hiatus, get organized in your life. Right. And this fun. is what I'm saying. I, yeah, like I kind of mm-hmm. coasted over the whole what it means to like. But I've been living in places that aren't quite like our office is way mm-hmm. too small. Like Madison, like they're all on top of you. They don't care. Like they're like cool. They're working. But mm-hmm. it's like I want it in my my home. You know, it's nice. But it's like things are falling off the ceiling. Yeah. And so I'm finally taking time to clear those roadblocks that are like emotionally have like take a toll. And then like everything new is coming in. It's transformational. Yeah, that's what I mean by that. And then, so now I'm ready to. I think dating's going to go along with it, and the men are just going to start falling through the roof. Yeah, like crazy. But definitely, I think that you have to get everything uh, together in your own life before you can be happy in relationships. Yeah, it's There's true. No way. Yeah, right. And I think for a long time, I I did put off that dating, and I was like, I got it. And then I feel like things really have come together in recent years. Mm-hmm. But now there's just like, and so then I had a relationship, and that. And now, in other ways, it's coming together. So, yeah. Cool. It's evolving. So, that's what I would like. Okay. And now, we're going to take a quick break and give a shout out to our sponsors. Thank you for supporting them. And thanks for supporting the show, you guys. I love you. We'll be right back. Can you guess what search term is always at the top of the list on sexwithemily.com? It's the womanizer. The toy that has everyone talking, from my staff to my guests to hundreds of you who have emailed me. The response is overwhelming. The womanizer is incredible. I nicknamed it the Clit Whisperer because it seems to know exactly what feels best. The Womanizer uses patented pleasure air technology to indirectly stimulate your clitoris with gentle suction and air pressure. It's so effective. Some women have an orgasm in 60 seconds. We weren't sure how you could improve upon the Womanizer, and now they have a new one. It looks like a lipstick. The new Womanizer to go has the same great technology in a body that looks like an oversized lipstick tube. It's so incognito. It makes a great gift. It's a great conversation piece and still gives you amazing orgasms. It's so cute. We've all fallen in love with it. You can just throw it in your purse. It's amazing. To order your Womanizer to go, click on the Womanizer banner on my site or find it at goodvibes.com slash Emily. Um, we, have a, we have a great guest here today. Okay. Um, and I want to tell you about it because I'm really interested in our guest because not only is she born and raised in San Francisco, her story is really, really interesting. So her name is Venus Lux, and she is a um, transsexual, top transsexual performers in the adult industry, mm-hmm. um, in addition to being X-Biz Awards Transsexual Performer of the Year in both 2014 and 15, She runs her own production company. She produces and directs uh, movies. She's launched Transgobal Magazine. She's just done a lot for, for the transsexual men, women, and she's former and San Francisco is her hometown and I've read a spread about it that's where life. we're oh, from exactly but I just think it's really interesting I have a lot that I want to talk to her about but she's got a uh-huh. great story and she's so driven and like she's like 25 years old and beautiful and like taking over the world so cool. she's here hello hello Venus. hi how are you? hi how Venix. are you doing <laughs> I just combined your name Venus Lux. Venus Lux how are you it's so nice to meet you it's nice to be here I'm a little nervous so. oh, why yeah. oh my There's god no I'm to about you actually why <laughs> Because you're like a you're like an icon, <gasps> and on top of that, like you're so educated and you're a feminist. It's awesome. Love oh my to God. respect. Oh, you. what? I was talking about how much I admired you. Oh, so awesome. to be, that's really sweet. <laughs> Thank we you. Go oogle at each other. I know. Right, exactly. We will do that. Nice. Do you do you admire menace? Do you know menace? No, <laughs> she hasn't. You might by the end of the show. No you idea. might not. And it's Maybe. cool. <laughs> Wherever you go with that, that's cool. Emily I, loves it when people love her. So. No. <laughs> Who doesn't? Who doesn't? <laughs> well, I love you. No, I, I mean, I, um, I've i heard of you, heard about you, but I really, you know, I get into my, you know, people coming on the show, and yeah. I was so, first of all, I, we have, we have a lot in common, which you might not think. Really? 
Well, in a way, um, we both had our very formative years in San Francisco. Oh, awesome! Right, Are and you from I San know. Francisco? Yeah, well, I lived there for twenty years. I'm from Michigan. Okay, but I was there for twenty years, and I was and Menace was there for born there, born raised uh, about a half hour outside of San Francisco. And my I spent about fifteen years living in San Francisco. Awesome. Yeah. No, but I know that. Um, so just reading about your your history and reading about how you grew up in the Tenderloin District, mm-hmm. like in the '90s, right? Because you're yeah. 25. So I'm just thinking about, but you know that I was in the. The mission was awesome. The back mission, then. the yeah. mission, yeah. Yeah. yeah, the mission was now awesome. Oh um, yeah, so it's five. Oh yeah, it's all. The Tenderloin people. is the last place, and that yeah. was a tough neighborhood. Yeah. The loin, to right next to yeah. Bill Graham. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bill Graham. Uh, Bill Graham's still there. Yeah. Um, Bill Graham. I'm sorry. I'm thinking Warfield. No, that's that's in Fillmore. That's. Uh, Venice, and then oh, that's in Venice, Venice right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. No, no, I'm so Market tired Street. right now. Yeah, <laughs> Market Street, Great American yeah, yeah. Music Hall. It's one of that's those. Yeah. yeah, yeah, cool. No, but I was thinking about it because you know your story where you grew up, and, and I was thinking about like come, you know, um, transition. We're going to get into all that transitioning yeah. in San Francisco. So I moved there in the early '90s. I worked mm-hmm. in politics. I worked mm-hmm. for um, City Councilwoman Carol Migdon, and I, she was a lesbian, like the first lesbian supervisor. And wow. so we did a lot for transgender issues. And, and it was the first in '95 was the first time like they passed legislation yeah. there. Like right, it was like it was so groundbreaking. And sometimes yeah. I forget. I think living in San Francisco that I'm like everyone's just so open to everything. And it's just mm-hmm. yeah. a normal thing, you know. And um, and just there's been a lot of things coming up lately. And like, I'm just warped. Like people talk about drugs. Like I have a problem with drugs. I'm like you you do like just even still mm-hmm. like smoking pot. Like they think it's all weird because I've lived. <laughs> California were so freaking long so yeah. I think like I know and I want, I want to hear your story but I think God it might have been an easier place to go through what you've, you've had oh, to yeah. struggle through but then again the different situations and you know obviously different districts too you know so ten- totally yeah. different districts so tell me about growing tell me tell me about yourself yeah te- uh, growing up in San Francisco is awesome it's, it's liberating to have a city where they are okay with nudists and okay with queers and okay with you know, urban culture, you know? And so having that openness allowed me to feel, you know, okay to really explore my sexuality, explore my identity, and later on transitioning at 19. Uh, although growing up in a tenderloin, it's definitely very different. People would assume like, "Oh, you're in San Francisco. It's so welcoming," but like mm-hmm. some part, yeah, right, yeah, you know, yeah, I get yeah. it. So that's our difference. I was like in North Beach. Oh, North Beach is awesome, yeah. But uh, obviously very conservative (laughs) out there, too. Right, absolutely. No, it is more conservative. But then, right, that was just my lead-in. I know that it wasn't easy, right? The tunnel, so how did your um, family take, how did you, when did you first know that you just, when you didn't quite feel like Um, you were? So I was, basically, I was, I came out queer when I was like, 13. I didn't really, I was very ambiguous. I defaulted myself as gay back then because I'd always been attracted to men, but I didn't really understand or grasp onto what gender identity is. And it's until later on in life, until 19, where I met another transsexual who kind of guided me and became the mother to me and helped me evolve and become who I am today. And uh, because I come from a background of Chinese culture and we don't talk about sex, we don't talk about uh, sexuality, we don't talk about gender identity, we just talk about be a doctor, be a lawyer, right. marry, have kids, buy your grandparents a house, <laughs> exactly. and then retire, you know, uh, and flaunt it. So that's Chinese culture. And so for me, I literally had to discover by myself and do a lot of due due diligence and l- researching what is sexuality, what is gender identity, and kind of experimenting and so 17 I I kind of left home I didn't really get along with my family because they have such a traditional traditional way of life and back then I was living with my mom and my stepdad my stepdad's Arab um, oh god yeah you did have an full easy, blown right? Muslim right. Um, you know reads the Quran everything and my mom is traditional Chinese you know, it's so weird how they met. But um, yeah, so having that kind of like rigidness in my family did not allow me to explore and express myself. So I ran away from home at 17. Wow. Where'd you go? I was homeless for a while. And later on, I found a turn 18. And then I was able to qualify for transitional housing out there. So I was off the streets and I was staying in the government housing for two years and kind of get my stuff together. And, and really, that's when you kind of figured out and started exploring. Yeah, I, I had that privilege to have those two years to myself to just really understand my identity and who I am, what I like, where I want to go. And um, I'm very thankful to have that situation happen to me to get to me where I am 
today. Right. Because there wasn't like, a lot of role models yeah. back then at all. I no, mean, there isn't. There, there was no Caitlyn Jenner. No, or exactly. Not, I mean, because I was just because I was just thinking about the because I was looking. I'm like, oh, that was when I was doing this legislation. But now that that would affected you and yeah. the tenderloin with your Chinese mother. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I get it. It's even different. though it's it's very very different. But thank God, San Francisco has so many nonprofits. You know, so it gave me that privilege. Right. So mm-hmm. then, what did you do? So you were you started to transition at 19. Yes. Okay, and then what was your first move from there? Um, so basically, I was working under a table at a strip club. Which one? Um, I can't say. I don't oh, want yeah. to no. Okay. <laughs> I don't, maybe I can say. It's Divas. Oh, okay, oh, yeah. Divas. Yeah. Divas. Is that where I went with your friend on the date? Uh, no, you went to the O'Farrell Brothers. Oh, right, right. Okay. It's, close, it's like two blocks Men's away. Two yeah. friends took me on a date. Poke. And that mm-hmm. was our first date. It was fun. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. so cute. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> that was like the great That was actually fun. She loved was. it. You went to O'Farrell Theater. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, hey, she's got a sex talk show. She's going to like yeah, this. Yeah, she's down. Yeah. Feed me. Break her virginity. My favorite one was Little Darlings. What? Little Darlings. Oh, What's yeah. That? Yeah. I remember that. They have that. So you did that. Okay. So, okay. So that's, what, so that's when it started. Now you're 25. Yes. So that, I mean, really, you haven't been on this track that long. Not and I've been long. so impressed that you performer of the year two years in a row yeah. AVN AVN and X-Biz X-Biz yeah. congratulations thank you it's, uh, it's nice to be able to just persevere and be able to just kind of get that validation working hard and you having those accomplishments it helps a lot and it just now it kind of like gives me a level of like okay what's the next challenge you know right right so okay so I want to back off for a second because there's still now there is like Caitlyn Jenner there's yeah. a lot more awareness but what I think it still is very like confusing for people like you know so what are the questions that you get asked it's uh, more so, people ask like, "How does Caitlyn Jenner affect me?" You know, it's oh. a political question because, like, okay, where do my you know standards or my bias against or with Caitlyn Jenner? Uh, for me, is I think she is great in allowing uh, more visibility about this right. transgender subject, but also, mind you, she did not struggle. You know, <laughs> right, she came exactly. from money before she transitioned. Mm-hmm. A lot of therapy. You have your family, too. So I'm not going to judge. As long as you are able to showcase a level of community and kind of camaraderie right. with, the, with those who are trying to support a cause, right. awesome. But... But I just want the questions that yeah, but you why get asked. So, oh, sorry, people, oh. that that is a big issue with Caitlyn Jenner saying that oh she came from money. Yeah, right. what well, she earned. Well, she bought her face too. You know, like understanding yeah. like it, one of the biggest hardships that kind of like uh-huh. that leads to really making you a real transgender person is like getting discriminated. You right. Know? Mm-hmm. Like, and, and imagine like if Caitlyn Jenner did not have the surgeries. You know, I'm pretty right. sure she would get different reactions than she would now. You know, now yeah, it's but. Like, I'm I'm just saying, like, just uh, for people within our own community to, like, uh, denounce her or yeah. whatever is, I don't know, I think it's kind of ridiculous. Just it is because, ridiculous. You know, because if, I mean, if any one of uh, the people in our community had the same opportunities that Caitlyn Jenner had, yeah. I, I'm... I'm a billion percent sure they would take them. Yeah. You know, so just it just comes off as kind of like jealousy. Right. Yeah. No, but I think you're saying, right, like it's great mm-hmm. that it's made a statement. Yeah. I know what you're saying. Yeah. That like, why judge? Like, great. If, I, if people are going to learn what, tra- you know, transgender, if they try to understand what that means and a transgender yeah. woman, like, that's great for visibility. In, but, but I totally but I was, agree she shouldn't be the overall representation the of yeah. the community. But, but I actually, but yeah. I really mm-hmm. met Venus. Is it do, Venus or Venus Lux? Is it like Marianne? Like, do you have to do yeah, both? People call me Venus too. Yeah. Venus, they yeah, do? Venus, but can yeah. I say Venus? Mm-hmm. Yeah, or is it like Venus. Yeah. Okay. So, because he's like menace. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I'm, I'm curious, like the questions you get asked, because I think there is like, are you are you attracted to, do you have sex with men? Women? I mean, mm-hmm. no, I'm porn. You, you know, what, what's yeah. your, you know, how does it all work People, you? People still have a lot. I'm still saying, I'm single. Single. Okay, yeah, me too. We just talked about that. It's not because I really choose is just very complex. I am pansexual. I'm, you know, leaning towards more sapio. I'm drawn by intellect more so because my job is so dictated by aesthetics that I would I covet what I don't have. So I covet privacy because I don't get that much privacy. Right. I covet uh, intimacy because I don't get that. Everything's all rigid on camera. And I also covet those that are, are inspiring those who are ambitious because most of the time I don't even know my scene partner who I'm having right. sex with. You know? well, so that's important. Yeah. So important. Okay, so tell me about yeah, what kind of porn. I, mean, I got your log into mm-hmm. your site. So I was looking stuff online. I'm like, no, I want to see what Venus puts out yeah. there on Venus, VenusLux.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Venus-Lux.com. Uh, Venus-Lux.com. 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 Yeah. Um, but 
talk about like the kind of point. So you're with you have sex with men, women, yeah, I, other I love women, men, and I kind of you know everyone's kind of guiding me to like be more bisexual and meaning, and that's also inclusive of transgender uh, sexuality, right, cool. uh, gender uh, transgender identity also into bisexuality you're about to go into that but Mm -hmm. could you explain pansexual real quick pansexual basically non-judgment no judgment of uh gender Mm -hmm. um so i could like a trans guy i can like a trans girl i could like a a cisgender female a cisgender male Mm -hmm. um that's kind of what you're kind of open to everyone so sort of yeah it's almost like yeah. I used to say bisexuals had a great. Mm-hmm. Kid, but it was like everyone is yeah. available to. Yeah, but, anyway. yeah. Nowadays it's like a buffet. Though? It's a buffet. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't discriminate <laughs> by color, gender, age, nothing. Right. But do you connection. think that porn? Because I, I was reading. I said earlier you you dated men mostly, but it wasn't until porn that you, was it that you had your first time that you were sexually with a woman, or the first time for, it was just your first sex he was with a woman, or first you, sex experience with a woman it was on camera on camera okay can we talk about that yeah. for a moment i mean it was my first mm-hmm. scene ever too was, and they're like here's a here's a vagina yeah here's have a, vagina. a good time this is how it looks like yeah, figure like, out how to use it i, I mean this is what i've been trying to tell people for 10 years like <laughs> and they still don't get it so so what did you do i was like <laughs> I, well first off they're I a pain in the ass messed right? up and put in a wrong hole yeah. um like oh no wrong it happens hole. all the time I know. Yeah. i'm like uh i did not know that <gasps> the vagina was so close to the asshole <laughs> right right such biology sex education is so bad yeah. in school it's so true. It was with a very versed, experienced, um, just a uh, regular female, cisgender female. And uh, she also had her uh, Libya pierced. And she also had her baby two years ago. And, and she also has... <laughs> You know, Jeez. she has extra lips. I guess she has a l- larger Libya. Okay. Uh, and so I'm like, oh my God, is that how vaginas look like? You oh. know? And I'm like, okay, now I understand the concept of roast beef. Uh, no. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. But now you've seen more and they're all a little varied. Yeah. And oh. now they're varied. And they, so many different types. Were so you many attracted to her? But how did you, because you hadn't been, so you had to perform, but were you, did you do fake attraction? Did you yeah, actually get into I, it? I had to like watch porn on my phone just to keep it up. And then. On top of it, it was a condom shoot, so I'm like, I had to like take multiple breaks just to be able to get hard enough to be able to penetrate her, and most of it is just kind of like act out the rest, you know, just fake it till mm-hmm. you make it, you know, and uh, yeah, it was just nerve wracking because I'm like, there's positioning, there's lighting, there's angles, you know. Did you feel like go down out of a, the first? I feel like a dude. Extra I feel like a total dude. I'm like, oh my god, I have to manhandle her, you know. I'm right. Like, but this is so unfamiliar territory. Like, is it okay to like choke you? Is it not okay? Like, I don't know. What don't do they here? cover that? Is it like in the script? Now you will choke. Yeah. I mean, I know some stuff. Yeah. King.com is, is one of the best. Oh, King.com. Yeah, King. I love King.com. I love, King. Yeah. I love Peter. I mean, they're open. We have parties. Yeah, they're yeah, great. I, I mean, I hope they parties. treated you well. I mean, I think they they do. I have yet to go to parties on Saturdays. I need to. They're so fun. I heard about it. Yeah. Okay, we should totally. Can we go? But so is it King.com? I got it. So you got discovered, right? Yeah, I got discovered by uh, Mickey Monad, who was a, a performer and recruiter at Kink.com, and uh, reached out to me because they now and then they go to divas now and then, and he scouted me. And then from there, I was like, oh my god, awesome! You know, I, of course, I wasn't like, oh yeah, I'm totally gonna do it. I was nervous, but um, ended up getting to the point where, like I needed to replace someone, so they weren't specific hired me specifically. They were they needed a fill in, and I was local, so they're like, hey, can you come in on in two days? And shoot this scene, and we'll pay you this amount. Like, did they give okay. you anything ahead of time, or like a piece of like with the script, or just like, hey, oh, did you no know you were going to be with a woman? Yes. Okay, but, but they didn't show you her lady. No, beforehand. no. I, yeah, on top of that, you should get a headshot. Or something. <laughs> yeah, nothing. A I, I didn't want to Google her either. Kind of want to keep it as a surprise, and I thought it was just almost like scripted. I thought it was all scripted, right. you know. How would but you know? it was right. not. It was all improv. You okay. know, they give you like a, a theme, like, hey, so the theme is she spies on you. You're in a shower, you know. You get you know kind of aroused by it, and then you initiate the sex part with her, and then go with it. I'm like, okay, uh, okay. Sure. So because you are, so you you take started taking hormones at 19. Yes. Okay. So and tra- did that transition, but you still and you have breast implants. Yes. And you have your penis. Yes. Still. Okay. I'm off hormones right now, though, more oh, so why? because the hormones affect. Uh, the functionality of your right? penis, yeah. So, what do you do about that? Um, I'll say f it, and I am off hormones for the past four years, and I'm versatile, and I don't like to get hindered by my hormones. So, I like to either top or bottom. Um, okay. And I like to flip a coin, and just, I don't know. We'll see who tops who. So, you truly are then really now after that you are tracking. 
because you weren't that, but yeah. it can grow. You can yeah. kind of. And it's just isolated uh, upraising and that my culture being Chinese. So right. now that I kind of through porn, I was able to I learn more about myself and explore. So here I am. I'm like just like this chameleon. So if you're off hormones, I'm just curious how that mm-hmm. affects you. I'm more I, sane. I'm oh, more sane. Right. I'm less. Welcome to our world, yeah, right? I don't you have, have to that. feel like moodiness I have it now and then but it's not like a long cycle for like seven days you know what I mean so yeah I know what you mean or like longer than that they say seven days but <laughs> sometimes I feel like I spend like a quarter of my life PMSing which you kind of yeah. do it's like a week yeah. so like a, so that's like one week a month yeah. one week yeah so how many you know I mean that's, that's, a, that's suffering yeah I know. okay so so now okay so now you are um now you've won these awards yeah. in part what do you think? What do you attribute to your success? Like, what makes the best transsexual porn star? I think it's all about work ethic and just personality and really keeping a level of humility. In every job you take, you always want to maintain a level of respect and dignity. And even though as non-dignifying porn can be, <laughs> you know, uh, you always want to maintain a level of humility because everywhere you go, you know, you are leaving an impression. And I think that's how it's always been my philosophy and motto in life is just be able to persevere and just make sure you stay optimistic and spread positivity. And from there, you know, things will come your way. And I think it's worked for me successfully. And also maintain a level of business acumen, you know, what's professional, what's not professional. But what about with porn? So the scenes that you're doing now, yeah. I mean, you kind of, you're directing more of your own stuff, yeah, right? Or producing writing. Okay. And so a lot of it is with, Give me like your favorite one that you've shot lately. Recently, I uh, directed and performed in a scene with another transsexual, and it was the first real transsexual interaction. Trans woman. Trans woman, right, okay. yeah. That actually really liked. Uh, oh, like liked, liked? Like you liked, were actually liked. turned on for real? Yeah. You didn't have to uh, watch porn on your phone in the yeah, bathroom? Okay. Because most of the girls I usually encounter with trans girls are heterosexual. And so they want men, and they want a men to dominate them. And so for me, I've never been with another bisexual or pansexual or oh. transsexual woman. See, this is where it gets confusing. Yeah. Like, I thought, because it's not the same for every yeah. transsexual woman. They're not always wanting yeah. man Sexuality or is very exactly. different for gender identity. Exactly, yeah. and I think that that's what's really confusing people. Yeah. So, so transsexual, What you're saying is that most trans women that you've been with yeah. just want to be with men. Yeah, and they're heterosexual. And then versus with this experience, mm-hmm. I was able to be with a pansexual or open Open to transsexual women, and it was a lesbian or a trans lesbian scene. Wow. See, okay. and it was intense, and it got to a point where we get to have sex with each other, and we she topped me, I topped her, and then it ended up I just doming the hell out of her and choking her and spitting on her. <laughs> it was hot. It was aggressive but intimate and sensual at the same time. There was a lot of body caressing and, wow. and kissing and and cuddling. So is it, could this be a relationship? Yeah. A sexual? Uh, no, the person actually is open to is in a, poly, a poly situation. Okay. Um, so she's you be open married to, to okay. a cisgender female but uh, when it comes to intimate relations they're open. So. Okay. So that could still be like a yeah I'm open, open to it but I'm more of a primary person I'm not a secondary okay so got it no, I don't know I you it. know too much about polyamory yeah I do um, I do know about polyamory but you have a primary partner yeah and secondary. I'm more of a primary I cannot I'm too much to handle right no yeah. I know I would need all the yeah, the primariness the primariness <laughs> number one is um, but so now tell me what you have learned about being with women after that for like what about pleasing women uh, it's, it's, you it's some it's, tips I, what have you I, don't, learned? I don't know what your sexuality is but can you relate whereas like with women it's not me neither no I don't <laughs> <laughs> but with women it's a different emotion and you're it's a different high or a different climax because you're with a person who kind of gives you empathy and understanding not sympathy but empathy like understanding how it feels how it hurt how it hurts or what position is awkward and on top of that you have a little bit more of a mutual understanding so coming in you're both kind of evolved and, right. and, and knowing what to expect versus when you come to a very heterosexual situation, which I'm not against at all. It's just, it's almost like negative and positive trying to meet together right. all the time versus like a positive and a positive and a negative and a negative. What about being with straight men? Does that... It's awkward sometimes because I am such a control freak. Right? <laughs> I run my own business. I'm a dom. I'm a transsexual. So it's just like double whammies, triple whammies on a heterosexual guy right. who's like trying to explore sexuality with a transsexual woman. It gets to a point like, 
it's just uh, too much of a handful and I have no patience at all to guide them. So for me, it's always in a situation where I always get submissive men. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it gets I got it. Point. And so that it kind of is. Have not, you ever had that? What is it, submissive men? I've had men who have wanted me. So no, I'm mostly You're with men. Yeah. yeah. No, I am dominant, but not in the bedroom. Okay. I'm very. I'm more submissive <laughs> in the bedroom. But I have had men. I mean, I have all the equipment at my house. <laughs> cleaning awesome. out my house. But no, but I, I, I um, I am more submissive. I mean, I have been with women, but primarily I'm with men. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm not. I, I wouldn't even know how to. I don't know. But really? then I wonder. I would know. Not the thing is, I would know. Oh, I've had threesomes, okay. but oh no, yes, I've done all that. <laughs> check, check. Mm. But I'm not particularly dominant. I mean, I, I can, you know, be the aggressor, yeah. but I'm not like a. Do- I don't. Okay. I've never been like been the dominant with a submissive. Okay. And if a man's really wants, I've been with guys who like want that, and I've experimented, but it just doesn't really turn me on. That's why so I was you'd rather get choked yourself. What you'd rather get choked yourself? Yeah, choke me. <laughs> I don't want to choke. Right, exactly. Just choke me, spit on awesome. me. It's fine. Um, but yeah, so so that's interesting. But I'm also wondering if, if there's ever this because you say it's difficult. I'm sure it is. You can't go to like unmatch.com, right? Yeah, I mean, no. it mm-hmm. Yeah, dating is very difficult for me. More so, it's just like the, my demeanor and my business acumen, and also my priorities. And on top of that, what is appropriate? Just because I am a porn star does not give you automatic, you know, um, invitation to ask me all the questions about porn, how my sex life is like, how do I date other guys. Right. You know, why don't you just treat me as a human and then ask me, hey, how's your day? What are you up to? Do you want to grab coffee? Versus like, oh my God, you're a porn star. What do you do? How does that work out? Do you fuck, you right. know, and get paid? Right. Exactly. Like, well, I think Emily gets the same thing. About- I do too. No, yeah. all the time. They like, totally make assumptions. Like, he about- was like, oh, all these guys on Instagram oh. want to date you. I'm like, oh, great. Are they like, you're hot. Let's bone. I mean, like, yeah. are you qualifying these people? You know, I get it. But so my first name is like sex. You it's know, a different yeah. persona. Too, Absolutely. You know? But I'm talking about meeting because it's like you don't, people would not automatically assume that you're a trans, yeah. trans woman. Yeah. So what happens with, like, when do you bring that up? Oh, off, off the bat. Like, I like right, you're like, hey, P.S., yeah. I, what do you say? Like, I'm, I'm like, hey, I'm trans, and if you don't understand a trans, it means I have a penis. And uh, if you don't want to learn more, Google. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I don't have time to explain everything, because I, I, as a transsexual, I feel like I'm always, I, I don't know why, but I always keep finding myself educating people all the time. Yeah. Like, what is trans? What is that's what I'm sure asking. that could be What's just, pansexual? that's your, con- yeah. every single day of your life every that's what you're talking day. about. Um, and it's, it's, I don't mind the ignorance, you know, I don't, I don't mind educating as much. Just like, sometimes I just want it in moderation. You know? Yeah. yeah like, I know. How many times you want it? Like, oh yeah, I, I run this podcast and I do this I all know, the time. because it's such a thing. That's, I'll go to parties and be like, don't, like, I just say I'm a yeah, producer. Like, yeah. I don't want to talk about what I do because yeah. it's such a thing. The whole room, like yeah. the dentist next to me does not want to talk about being but a dentist. But sometimes doesn't make it easier when you're having a deep conversation that someone knows your background already. Yeah. You know what I mean? It does. Yeah, that's yeah. true. But like, yes, it you does. You want to explain the whole story. Like, so <sighs> I did this I, podcast for this long. How many years? I was, yeah. exactly. I was out with the guy and he's like, well, tell me. I'm like, can you just Google it and just then we'll Google talk on ne- our exactly. next date? I was out with a guy recently. It it's was a one date. Yeah, it's funny because I talked to my buddy who was gay and I asked him, I'm like, is there not one day of your life that you don't have to have a discussion about how you're gay? Oh, that's a good yeah. question. Does he? Yeah. yeah to a no, girl. No, everything. Yeah. Everything. But then I, on the other hand, I do have another, uh, my boss, he's gay and he loves talking about being gay. Like everything is all <laughs> about, somehow he turns it around about <laughs> oh, how he's he? gay in like every conversation. Like this guy is blue. Oh yeah, by the way. <laughs> you know, by the way, yeah, I'm gay. Yeah, but it's funny because so like, um, uh, I I also do a morning radio show, and awesome. so these topic these topics come up, mm-hmm. and it's funny though because like when we try to have these, so w- w- since we've done this podcast, you've said I am trans, yeah. right? But then we try to have conversations about that that comes up in the news, mm-hmm. and then there's some people will text in and freak out like, yeah. no, that's not the label that I use. Yeah, I, I use know blah, people blah, get upset. Yeah. Like why? It's, there's so many people freak out about different. Like, don't call me trans. No, I, right. yeah. yeah, I've gotten that too. I, I'm I'm fourth level. Blah blah blah. Oh, you know, like what? What? Yeah. What is going on? Like, how can we have a, like a conversation about this without offending people in some there's way? There's no uniformity. So about it and I can yeah. understand that but also people, people just want to understand crazy like, PC 
Yeah, we're just trying to have a conversation. Like I said about transgendered once on the show yeah. because in the '90s, mm-hmm. that's what I worked on, and yeah. that's what it was called. That was like the political thing, and yeah. they were like, "Oh my god, I can't believe you said like I understand it. I'm not like insulting you. Like I'm sorry. Like I said that. You know, I think it's because transgender is just so big. It's almost it like is, LGBTQ. But this, I guess yeah. LGBTQ. Remember when it was when it became LGBT? And it became It was a thing, and it was like a huge deal. I'm with you. I'm with you. It changed. I didn't know. I didn't get the memo. Look, I'm trying to support you when it comes to like North Carolina and all this stuff that's going on. But then you're like crazy blowing me up saying that I'm insane. I, I know. Like, that's such a dysphoria with the community. It's just like there's like, so much classism. I know. You know, I like, know. Like for some people like oh don't call me transgender I'm transsexual. Right. And, you know transsexual means actually you have the surgery and augmentation uh-huh. versus transgender you're just identifying it you know versus exactly. actually going through the whole entire process. I'm like okay if you identify as a woman can I just call you a woman? Yeah. Right. Why do what I need the it? the bathroom debate? Like yeah. someone's gonna say you're a woman not where you got a peanut you can't go in the bathroom. Who cares? Who cares? Space our, focus yeah. our time on other things. The goal is yeah. to just go pee. It is not right. you know, trying to exactly. get raped or yeah. molest someone. As we talk, know? as we were talking right now, I got a, um, an update about that. <laughs> oh, on, really? All on the way here. About the bathrooms? About the bathrooms. Is that's it not constitutional. <laughs> it was a Associated Press update as oh. I was driving here. What they saying say? It's non constitutional. Like they can't. Yeah, no. it's discriminative. Yeah, it's Absolutely. very discriminative. Um, so I have questions. I have so many questions for you, but hit me. (laughs) Maybe. Um, but I want to know how it has changed since we're talking about there is so much more awareness now of these issues. Like, how do you think that porn has changed for in your community? I feel like um, transgender porn, porn in probably in in your generation, you know, it was like booming and it was evolving and so much money. You know, now coming in, it's been four years for me, so I came in in 2012, you know, after the dot-com boom in 08, you know, everything just went downhill. Right. And so, basically, the transgender pornography was also making a lot of money before 2008. And then after the dot-com boom, because we're in, our industry is so small already, it just became <laughs> really smaller. more even. It became more smaller. smaller? See, I think there's yeah. more of an interest now. I feel like there's more... Well, on the, and the production side got Oh, the smaller. production side, right. That's mm-hmm. why you started your own yeah, business, the, which is the very The demand smart. is there. It's just supplying. People don't know how to do it properly in regarding to humanizing transsexuals and also really categorizing the subgenres. Like, hey, there is a genre for transsexual women with transsexual women transsexual women with men and then transsexual women with mm. cisgender women you know and and you do all that uh, yeah by the way right yes, and I do you, all that right okay and then there's also there's throwing the sexuality or the complexities of who's dom who's sub you know and it's, it's just so I'm exhausted it's exhausting do you ever just want a missionary are you just like yeah. can you just like have sex and turn on Netflix make some popcorn it's so easy just cuddle afterwards you know? just want to yeah. cuddle sometimes cuddle. right it is complicated if porn mm-hmm. can sell like that awesome you know just right. sell oh we're gonna cuddle yeah. and we're gonna make millions of dollars just cuddling <laughs> porn you know what I mean it's a bad idea yeah. I'd be really good at it I'd be good at it but well, who would you say is your main fan base my de- my demographic is still predominantly men more so I've kind of capitalized on a niche that hasn't really expanded which uh, dom- domination or just dom women um, and because most because the hormones cause our libido to go down and also kind of prevents the penis from getting fully erect that most girls you know end up conforming to becoming bottoms right. and so and it, it's just kind of the catch 20, catch 22 some girls depending on their genetics they can still function some they, some can't and so for me that's why I kind of opted out to be able to be off hormones because hormones doesn't dictate me as being transgender right. or not it's just what I identify so for me I was like I love the functionality of my penis and I just focus on that and that's why I feel like that that market has grown and helped I helped grow that market and supplying being a performer and supplying that content by shooting with women men but as a dom right oh right so, that is a niche yeah, that I totally see that and especially it becomes a, a kind of a, a platform that when it comes to transsexuals we're like the next evolution of lesbian pornography and also pegging porn. So pegging was pegging. yeah, women with strap ons, but then like if a guy doesn't want a toy and wants a real thing, they go to a transsexual. Yeah. You know, or if like Yeah, hey, they're like pegging is the gateway. Yeah, the gateway. Bring on a transsexual, right? 
Menace? I guess, yeah. <laughs> so you have... Well, they brought it up. Uh, it's funny, Pegging on Broad City. That's yeah. a great episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, people have Hulu to search uh, Broad <laughs> oh, no, City. It's everywhere. Like, it's mm. really it. I mean, yeah. More so. So mm. I feel like transsexuals are now becoming more universal, and it's almost like the medium platform to introducing into fetish life or into mm. something that's different. Like, I, nowadays, my fan base also comes from a lot of couples. So transsexuals, they heterosexual couples, heterosexual or? couples. Okay. Yeah, it's so odd. You know, I would never fathom having a fan base. You know, with couples, and they watch my porn together, and they fantasize on having a transsexual threesome because a female isn't intimidated. Uh, tra- female isn't intimidated <sighs> by a transsexual, and then the- that is. The guy isn't as, doesn't feel too gay because it's a transsexual. It looks like a woman to have. She's a penis. kind of a woman, but there's a pe- I, I can deal with his penis because yeah. she's the woman. Yeah, that so is like brilliant. That makes so much sense. Yeah, so it's evolving. But the thing is, but, I uh, get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but the porn industry itself is still run by men. So they have this kind of narrow-minded mindset of like how porn should be made, and so that's why the genres don't really evolve. So uh, that's why I kind of opted in to become a feminist producer, director, and just advocating for subgenres and different sexualities and different niches and fetishes. And that's why I came up with a new website I'm launching next month called TS Fetishes. TS Fetishes. TSFetishes.com. Taking away the fetishization of transsexuals and just putting it into niches underneath the transsexual category which okay. is you know smoking foot worship domination bondage you know these tinier facets that are fetishes that okay. are just tied in with transsexual wow. do you have a fetish uh, I love body hair with men with women I like I don't know. I don't know about the women yet. I'm still exploring with women. Still exploring with women, right? It takes like a lifetime. I'm almost. very picky because I, I like brunettes. I like natural tits, natural ass, minimal tattoos. And, uh, you know, it's something that's nice and clean and puffy and no pubes, you know? Right, like, no, pubes. Hmm, no pubes. What is the trend with pubic hair? People always ask me that. Yeah, I, think I know that I got a memo. Bush I mean, is I think back. I'm like, no, it's no, the no, bush no, is no, never no. coming back. Yeah, no. But it's, a small group of people trying to make it come back. Is, is there just a landing strip or is it nothing? Uh, a little landing strip is fine. So but it's just, easier to take it all off. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, guys, I don't mind it because my sexuality, you know, I, I like masculinity and femininity. So with a man, I want to feel a man. And when I'm with a woman, I want to feel a woman. Right. So, but you can kind of do it all. So do yeah. you think you could see yourself in a traditional relationship or just... I, I'm, I'm open to a mono situation. Uh, but down the line, I feel like a poly would be the best situation for me but right. it's just so complex I need to find someone who's evolved right. yeah, mm-hmm. see it's hard to find evolved you gotta educate I was, that oh, it's so hard <laughs> no but you're right I mean that's what I've been it's just yeah. something I just we'll rather see. hang out with Menace and stuff and yeah. you and Madison yeah. my family yeah. um, but what were you going to say no oh, I'm agreeing um, <laughs> other questions I have I was curious like um, so I was reading about your early porn scenes now mm-hmm. when you're doing porn now and now you're in inter- Well, first, I'm very impressed that you've become such a mogul in such a short time. Like, you won these two. You've been doing porn for four years. Mm-hmm. You've Venix Sucks Entertainment. I'm really impressed by your website that helps trans... The trans Global, yeah. that's called. That's mm-hmm. really I've Trans taken, Global magazine. Yes, I've taken a sabbatical from it. It's a little outdated right now. Uh, but it was it impressive. Was, it was like, how do you change your name? If yeah. it was like, you know, how do you wear makeup? It was yeah. like a very like interesting site, a lifestyle for trans exactly. women, and mm-hmm. I thought that was such a great service. Um, I like it because there is no platform, there is no education regarding. There's no, there's nothing like mm-hmm. that in our judi- judicial system that you know makes it a requirement to learn about sexuality and gender identity, and also. What, in t- what details entail it. And when it comes to college, it's an elective. So right. for me, I wanted to create this platform for those who are un- who are young, who are, learn- who are learning about transitioning and trying to understand what it takes to be actually transitioned. So I kind of created this as a hub. And it was more of a test and seeing how the public will perceive it and how my fan base will perceive right. it. And so I took a sabbatical, and now this year's goal is to transform Transglobal Magazine into more of a um, digestible uh, guidebook uh, that comes out quarterly, and I'll hopefully be able to pitch it out to, like, hospitals and schools. Yeah, there's just the people to understand. It's more education. You have social media. Now the millennials are all about Snapchat, Twitter, and Facebook, Instagram, Mm. but how often would they encounter something that's educational regarding to transgender Well, I think it's great. I mean, obviously, because you had to learn on your own, I think it's great that you're also educating so many many young people. But my other question for you was, so when you you had your first scene, you weren't really attracted uh-huh. to women. I'm wondering now when you do porn, are you most like what are you a turned on? 
I am turned on, but it's all about personality for me. If I connect with you, then it, anything can go. Like, I, I, and what I need to connect on is intellectuality, how humble you are, how compassionate you are. You know, I, do you have your shit together or not? You know, <laughs> right. if you're going to be doing a lot of drugs, I'm like, that's a little bit of a turn off. Uh, mm-hmm. If you keep talking about your snake all the time, I'm like, that's not really. <laughs> snake or like penis or like a real snake? <laughs> like actual snake. Like, oh, yeah, I breed yeah. snakes for a living. I'm like, okay, that's totally applied. I'm trying to get a wood in here. You know, I'm like, that's a huge turn off. Right. So and I just need to connect intimately and like someone who likes to kiss, who's into it. And the thing is, I haven't had many good experiences sometimes with women who are kind of just fake it till they make it, you know, in a situation. They're open to the idea of transsexuals, but they're not really into it. I feel like sometimes it's just a paying job for them. Right. So mm-hmm. I need to get less of that and more like real lesbians and really <laughs> just interested in just you know, getting fucked by my strap on that's right. attached. Exactly. The attached strap on won't <laughs> fall off. It won't it's not confusing. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's, it's very it's realistic. It's going to be hard enough. To it. Exactly. You can move it in the right direction. It's, uh, it's crazy um, when, so I used to do um, a morning show in San Francisco called The Dog House. And uh, they're actually they're still they're still on the air in San Francisco, so you can Google them. It's a great show. And then um, there was a morning show, and we would actually have um, a trans woman come in uh, quite often, named Vanity. Oh, know. Vanity! Yeah. I know. yeah, Vanity. And it was funny because then she would come out with us and party and She's stuff a like that. Firecracker. Yeah, and um, but it's funny because all the straight guys. After a couple of drinks, they not like know. they did not care. No, they, oh, they knew. They, they knew, knew. But they didn't care. Wow. They just did not care. Yeah. Like, see, I'm wondering guys, about that too. Guys that you know claim that they're, sh- I'm heterosexual yeah. and blah 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 blah. Yeah, dude, they were making out with vanity yeah. <laughs> like after a couple of drinks. It was it but was crazy. That, see, okay, right? Does because that like to if it, I mean, it vanity at the time, I don't know. I haven't seen her recently. At the mm-hmm. time, you cannot tell that yeah. she. Used to she, be a, she was a, a man. She, she, yeah. she still she still has her penis. Right. So yeah. you know, she's still a transsexual. Or you know, no one would fathom like she used to be a man. And I still mm-hmm. get that too now and yeah, then I'm sure. with guys. Mm-hmm. The thing is I always get the curious guys, you know, who I uh-huh. want more. The thing is I feel like I always end up becoming a conduit to someone's fantasies. Right. And that's what I'm talking about. When it comes to the fetishization of transsexuals, it's like they have these fantasies, oh, I want to get fucked by a transsexual right. or mm-hmm. you know, um But sorry. you don't want to be that person. no, you can no, 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 okay. you don't want to be that you're <laughs> like, no, I, I don't want to yeah, be that like, I don't I want I don't mind guiding you, but I don't mind I don't want you approaching me in that manner yeah. like expecting mm-hmm. that. I would yeah. like to get to know me first and then I can maybe work with you and help you open those doors on my own prerogative. Right. You know, but not just because Because you're trying to live out something. Yeah. Right. I totally Totally get it. Man. So that's why I, I mean, just, yeah. it's similar, but not like with even like yeah, I get it. When guys yeah. want to date me, they're like, oh well, yeah. what kind of toys do you have? What's going on at your house? Because I've always talked about. It. I'm like, oh, you're gonna like be crazy in bed, you're gonna, and I think, or do they just want to sleep with me because of what I do? Yeah. Or is it because of you know? This is why you know, I mean, there's a term in, in what transsexual women use called tranny chasers. Um, right. They guys who specifically love trannies, or that's a, mm-hmm. that's a derogatory term. But right. I can't say tranny. Yeah. I get really into well, they, they, it's a the, only transsexuals can say that, I guess. Um, but they call them. Tranny chasers and basically are guys who are very attracted to transsexuals. And for me, actually, I love them because those they're the people who understand me the most, who anticipate the most, and know what to expect. And they're not looking mm-hmm. for a fantasy because they already fulfilled it. You know, so I oh, love so they've already been with other trans women. So it's yes. not like you're the yeah. one teaching them, right? Okay, exactly. So it makes it easier, but at the same time, like. You know, I don't want to deal with these situations like, oh, I don't want to come out about it. I'm like, mm. you shouldn't have to come out. You know, my my penis is in my pants. Right. Like, I walk around naked. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. what is there to disclose? I'm a woman. You know, and whatever happens in the bedroom does not dictate how we behave. Exactly. You know? So most mm. people don't assume that no. unless they know senior porn. Like, yeah. they'll never. I mean, even, right. believe me, there's many times I've messed around with a lot of male talent in the straight industry, and they just don't want to be out about it. It's it's a lot of people are curious about it. No doubt about it. It's marriage just that. You know, a matter of time when people can willing to be go public about it and less stigmas, mm-hmm. less discrimination, you know. I think you're doing the good work In here. Yeah. Oh, another discussion. Sorry to go all the way back no. to oh, I know I'm tired. I know you're one. probably extremely talking, tired of <laughs> talking about Caitlyn Jenner. Uh-huh. But there's one thing that was funny because we, um, my group of friends and also uh, Howard Stern brought it up recently. It's like, Okay, like now the show is kind of boring because yeah. we keep on talking about all the issues. Like, yeah. 
trans women are actually pretty fun. Yeah. Like, show the fun parts, you know? Like, now we're, you're constantly just talking about issues, issues, issues. issues. issues yeah. It's like, Keep I want, cool. like, trans women can party and yeah. have fun. Like, can you show that part? Yeah. So like, it can be f- fun. Trans girls can be, like, bros. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, right. mind you, we used to be dudes. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. You know, we're talking can about, like, down. bro problems. <laughs> like, hey, let's, you know, you need to jerk off, you need to jerk off. Right. I get exactly. it. You know? One of the benefits of being a transsexual woman is, like, Hey, you know, you have your yeah. man needs, address them. You need to go to a bar, mm-hmm. drink with the dudes, go do it. Now, I'm not going to be like a clean girl, like, oh, what's going on? You know, yeah. of course, you know, sometimes if on hormones out, you know, there would be like the jealousy mm-hmm. aspect, insecurities. You know? God, yeah. that's what it is. So, They're yeah. freaking hormones. Yeah. Hormones. The, hormones. The point, yeah, the point I'm trying to make uh-huh. is like, yeah, we're we're discussing that now because of, because of the podcast, trying to educate people too. But yeah. like, I think like uh, when you're when you do hang out with a trans woman, don't think that's going to consume your life. That's yeah. all you're going to talk about. Right. Each is own too. It Just depends on my show. what that person is. Yeah. yeah. If they <laughs> want to like either party a lot, they want to, you know, they love sex or whatever, you know, it, each is own. And I think it's just really just making sure coming in with an open mind and not assuming and not mm-hmm. following the cliches of what stereotypical right. transsexuals are, you know? Yeah. So how often do you masturbate? I masturbate about once a day. Once a day. Yes. Okay. And do you do you watch porn? Are you over porn? I do watch porn, but I watch amateur porn because I produce <laughs> porn. You know, right, like I right. know how. Oh, that's that, that angle. That leg is so inappropriate. Inappropriate. Right, right, right. You know? like, so I can't relax. Yeah. The no continuity <laughs> in here. Yeah. Exactly. So amateur it just kind of gets me off, but. And day, you know, when it comes to a personal sex life, you know, I'm very picky. Like. I, I just cannot. If you're smaller than me, like you're not fucking me. I'm sorry, but right. you know. But oh, also, like their penis is smaller. Yeah. Than you? So wow, I, I just right. Can't, I, you have a nice penis. Oh, thanks. <laughs> you do? No, I watched all your porn. No, really. Emily, this is so flattering. <laughs> <laughs> no, you should see. I was like, I was like texting. I'm like, wait, what's her? Because I didn't have your login to your site. They're uh-huh. like, we need your login. I gotta see it all. I don't want to see what's online. You're gonna regret you saying that. <laughs> I'm not giving it back. We'll stop I'm like, it's temporary. But no, you do. But I could see that. But you don't know until you're in a room with someone yeah. to measure up. Yeah. True but that. I guess the gay community deals with this all the time. Yeah, it's all about size queens, right? Right. <laughs> I'm not really a size queen. It's just more someone who's about my size or bigger, if you want to top me. And if you bottom, I just want to make sure that you are prepared for it. You're not like, oh, you know, like you don't know how to use the enema. Mm-hmm. Right. Or like, you know, like, er. Does that happen? I'm sure. Yeah, it I guess guys are like, oh, yeah, just finger. I'm like, did you use the enema? I'm like, no, what is that? I'm like, you keep them in your yeah. like yeah. house. You like go to yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. Um, usually, I just do. I, I, I kind of like structuralize everything. Like right, because you're really organized. I really organized. Anal, no pun intended. OCDs, control free. You have like everything. a handbook that you just hand yeah. on over, or what? I like. Well, you always <laughs> want a checklist. Like, yeah. did you do? Did you? Did, yeah. did you shower? Did you this? Yeah, that, and I have right. that. And mm. so I masturbate most of the time because of the fact that I'm just so picky. I just can't hook up with a random person off the street. Mm. I like to have sex with industry people. Because I know I'm t- they're tested, we're safe, right. we're having fun, uh, and we can get kinky as possible and not feel regrets. You know, like, like how kinky? Like, what is kinky? Like, what like is orgy? Like <gasps> just like couple like a last month that they had an orgy. I'm like, oh, that was awesome. You just know? like at your house, like a fun mm-hmm. orgy. It was at a hotel, and it was after our award ceremony. <laughs> um, Expos or no T uh, T awards, transgender okay. erotica. Oh, fun! Awards. So you're all there. Where are those held at? Oh, I wasn't um, invited to those. I thought yeah, I got it's to in all LA. the sex awards. It's, it's a LA? smaller one. I want to go next year. Yeah, you should go. It's so fun. Um, so many transsexuals. Yeah, that is really. It seems like you're you're doing. I'm really impressed. You got your Venus dash lux.com your production company yes. venus sucks entertainment um and venus box yes that's your latest yeah latest right? yeah just a little idea i have to be able to interact with my fans because uh it's just uh be able to entice my fans to want to explore something more kinkier um and kind of create something like that it was just an off kind of okay because uh, i thought uh, you want to talk about it thing, i didn't know yeah. if you want to talk about it because no, no okay i forgot okay, i didn't know what <laughs> else you wanted to the promote was definitely ts fetishes oh, right ts now, fetishes.com TS, yes. okay, so got it. focusing on that and also this year's project because i've kind of plateaued 
code. I have all my performing years. I know you what won next? two four by twenty five. She's won like you're yeah, out. Yeah. What next? You're ready you know? to retire or what? No. I'm working on that. So I'm working on my retirement plan. So nice. I'm planning mm-hmm. to stay in it for another four years or so and get my Hall of Fame. But then this year I'm focusing on more management. So I'll be this year managing more girls and taking them underneath my arms and be able to just guide them. The preliminaries and the processes, the politics, the aesthetics of the industry and really have kind of like a guidebook of what it takes to be able to be successful in this industry. For for any for mm-hmm. trans women, trans, trans mainly trans, because um, there really is no guidebook. I could see that getting it's already a tough industry. Yeah, it and is I could tough. see if you come into trans women even being taken advantage advantage of yeah. more. And it's small, and so because it's a man's world, I you know, and it's always the man with the most money and who dictates everything. That I want to advocate for feminism and for independent women to be able to take care of their own brands and kind of watch each other's back. Because I don't, to this, you know, sometimes it's politics that affect us, and also some of them that demean us. You know, as transsexuals, we always get you know backlash. You know, sometimes because people want to hook up with us but don't not approach it properly and also what's appropriate what's not appropriate too right. and so that's why I want to protect some of these girls in the future that hey just because this director is shooting you doesn't mean you have to go suck that person's dick right. you know what I mean right well that's always yeah, yeah. the beginning of time there's been yeah. the casting couch right yeah yeah. but now it's there's still a lot of that there's still a lot of that and guys milk it and I don't like that it doesn't protect the girls no and girls good for you yeah. I'm glad you have a house and you help women yes and mm. I have a model house and basically there are girls who are traveling on their way into LA to work and basically they're just a temporary home where they can feel safe and not be touched by men or get involved with drugs or get involved into aspects that hinder their career. So that's what I'm focusing on this year and I'll be branding it under a new company I'm launching uh, called Siren Network and it'll be brand management and managing girls' sites and their careers in this industry and getting established and sustaining a level of expansion in the transsexual genre. Cool. So, uh, You're doing really. I'm really impressed. Yeah, so, and then also, uh, the Trans Global Magazine will be converted into a nonprofit this year. So, it's in the works. Advocating for workforce placement uh, for transsexuals who want to get out of sex work and uh, just be able to find right. Happiness. Because really, how do you how do you find happiness? Because yeah. you went in this route and you yeah. see, like, you did it, but but what next? Right. Mm-hmm. You exactly. Know I got it. Do we have time for, do you want to do an email? Do you want to help me, want to answer an email? Oh, wow. Awesome. For our sure. listeners. That'd be awesome. Okay. Thank you for emailing us. Feedback at sexwithemily.com. We love hearing from you. And we love when you include your name, where you live, how old you are, and how you So listen. we can stalk you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Your address no, and just, your social security number. It's <laughs> interesting to find out like how they listen to the show because there's so many different ways. There's sexwithemily.com. There's iTunes. There's Stitcher. There's Podcast One. Right. There's a lot of different there's ways. So we just want to know what you do. And also, yeah. as long as I'm here, I forgot. I was mm. so excited at the beginning. I wanted to say, follow me on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and Snapchat at Sex with Emily, Facebook.com slash Sex with Emily. It's all cohesive. <laughs> it's all at Sex with Emily. That's really yeah. easy. And um, okay, so hey, Emily, love the show. I'm writing in from Quebec, Canada. I'm 19 years old. I'm a fully passing male to female post op trans girl, and I have feelings of sexual inadequacy due to my situation. I find that most people are not friendly to the thought of dating people like me. How do you suggest I approach my insecurity, Nicholas? I just thought, I mean, we've talked a lot about this, but. I was thinking that maybe you could ask. So she's a post-op uh, transsexual who's 19 years old. Yeah, I feel like that's one of the new raves nowadays. What is, explain this to me. Wait, male post- to fee, right? Male to be a post-op, so had the operation, yes. no penis, mm-hmm. right? And uh, because I don't know how it's like in Quebec, but obviously now you know government covers uh, uh, SRS or sex reassignment surgery, uh, or in the United States, in the United right. States, yes. And so dating is very tough. A couple of my friends actually just got their post-op surgeries too, and they assumed that life would change, uh, assuming that people would perceive them differently because of their genitalia. I told them, like, your genitalia does not dictate who you are. You are still female with or without mm-hmm. your penis. You walk in the street wearing pants. You don't show your genitalia. Right. So, and then, yes, dating is different, you know. And I have some girls who lie, don't disclose that they weren't born a female. And I have some who are transparent about it. 
And at the end of the day, is figuring out finding someone who is going to accept you for who you are, for your personality, not by your genitalia. Right. And uh, that is kind of your success for happiness. And associate with people who are who know and are positive and can be allies. Um, and even I, I feel like you need to be transparent about it, even though that it's a vagina now. Right. You know, you had to disclose that hey, you it's a it's a it's a it's a not a functional vagina. There's no uterus. So right, there's no uterus. But is there what is so sensations? You can get it's actually prone for infection. Uh, you have to understand that, like if you were to do a cream pie, you actually have to manually clean it out because you cannot piss it out. Really, the, the, the track oh, right. is different. You know, you can't get right. Yeah, Tricky. Yeah, it already and is difficult. A vagina mm. actually, it it kind of helps sterilize everything by itself. Right. You know, when it comes to self cleaning, self cleaning. Right. You have to take care on top of that. You can't get pregnant. So you don't want to deceive a guy and have fall in love exactly. and you can't have children. You know. So you always want to be transparent. So. To nineteen do, years old. Nineteen years old. Just associate yourself with support groups and other, you know, non community community members that can advocate. And dating, just you know, make sure you be as uh, present as you are, and just live your life, be happy, and always disclose that. You know, be honest. I think that's really yeah. helpful. Thank yeah. you. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Um, okay, I've got five questions for you. We ask every guest. <laughs> that's it. Just These five. are quick, though. These are rapid and then fire. Ten more after. Then twenty after that. <laughs> Just fine. one question. Okay. Quick. Just yeah. what cover comes to mind. What's your biggest turn on? Biggest turn on? Uh, the brain. Biggest turn off? Uh, smells. Bad smells. Odor. B.O. Craziest place you've gotten busy? Um, <laughs> oh, that's so hard. Because they're all crazy. Yeah. A beach, <laughs> movie theater, mom's bed. <laughs> awesome. Sexiest word to you? Uh, ooh, that's hard. Uh, sexiest word, uh, sensual. Uh, what's the one thing you wish you could tell a future partner about your sexual needs? Um, evolved. Got evolved. it. That's good. Thank you so much. Pleasure. I appreciate it. You're mm-hmm. awesome. How how can so people can find you? It's all the on our yes. website, but what's your biggest uh, thing you want to Twitter and uh, Instagram at Venus Lux and Facebook at the real Venus Lux or, or TS Venus Lux, either or one of those. And uh, check out my website, venus-lux.com. And yeah, it's hot. Yes. Uh, stay tuned <laughs> to to my Twitter and uh, for updates on regards to launching my new website, tsfetishes.com, next week. Um, and also be prepared for a new company that would oh my be God, how do you have time representing to have sex the next and generation. generation. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Porn and the companies and wow. Uh, like they'd be a busy bee. So they felt like they'll find out all this yes. about you. Well, congratulations on, on your you. success. Now I'm going to stalk and you thank now. You for, you what? I'm going to stalk you now. You totally stalked me. You didn't stalk me yet? You're like, no, a, we'll you're like an other. awesome creeper, but it's, ah. it's like you're, you're positive, you're educated, you're fun. Thanks. Yeah, I, I try to have a good time. And you're pretty too. Oh, yeah. hey, oh that's... <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't think she'd be pretty. But... um. Thank you. Pleasure. So more about me. No. Yeah. Okay, we're going to wrap. Thank you so much, Pleasure. Venus Lux. Yeah, thank, thank you, Venice. For coming thank in. you. Um, thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, uh, Madison. And thank you, Lori. And thank you, Jamie. And my whole amazing team. Yeah. Love you all. Thanks oh, for Oh, can I say one thing? It was no. so... Okay, fine. Of course you can. No. There was... Uh, it was so awesome. The last podcast that I that I was on um, I mentioned it was my dog's birthday Chiro right and I said follow my dog Chiro and I, I go it would be a fun experiment to see how many people listen all the way to the end of the podcast to say hey follow my dog That's on right. Instagram right so many people commented on her Instagram page and said I've listened to the end of the show so That's that was amazing. great so thank so you so people are listening so should we talk about something really important right now well they're still listening <laughs> yeah, yeah. no I love that no, and I and happy you. birthday to Charles yeah my baby oh, she had so much fun she we did. got her a cake oh. there's a dog bakery and I you can know buy I, don't, I can't even believe it's you crazy. Can I, I, I meant to bring her something yeah um, <laughs> my, okay I brought her cake Cheryl. but I ate it because it was a people cake that's yeah, cool um, okay everyone thank you much thanks everyone for listening was it good for you email me feedback at sexwithemily.com you know what's so cool about adamandeve.com? They have literally every sex toy and product you've ever heard about. Ever. Not only that, if you've ever fantasized about something and thought, does this product even exist? Well, it probably does. And you can get it at adamandeve.com. And I know some of you want to try a quality toy, but you just can't justify the cost. Well, I totally get it. But now you can get a 50% discount from adamandeve.com and free shipping. 
Plus, they made it super easy for the Sex with Emily listeners to save. Just enter code EMILY at checkout. The only challenge will be deciding which toy you want to try first. I can't do everything for you. So you'll just have to go to adamandeve.com today and use code EMILY at checkout to save 50% off almost any item and free shipping. Happy shopping.